house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this piece a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. That was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What is up? And Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro. Good evening. Episode 117, I think. I literally, nope, episode 118 of Big Easy Bets. Uh, it's going to be another short episode. Like I said on previous episodes, this is the dark, these are the dark months. There's not much going on. NBA Finals is really the only thing to talk about that's worth talking about. Um, the stage is set, Warriors and Celtics. Uh, matchup that we haven't seen in like 60 years. The Warriors dynasty looked like it was dead the last couple years, obviously for dealing with injuries, KD leaves. And then here you go, right back like they never left. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, now Jordan Poole, who you love. You should, at least. Um, yeah. Um, and then Andrew Wiggins contributing uh, – I, I guess you could say mightily. I was talking with this about my dad because um, he's a big Andrew Wiggins guy, apparently. Um, he is averaging 16 points, but I was saying I would borderline. He was saying Zion's a bust. Who? My dad. Oh. I said, I don't think so. I, you can't call him a bust yet. Yeah, what he... Yeah, I mean, that's... I said I would almost argue that Andrew Wiggins is a bust. But, Absolutely, but he is in compared more years in a league, but yeah, he it compared to the hype that he had around him coming out of Kansas, the pictures of him doing the vertical jump at uh the combine going viral. Andrew Wiggins was like, it looked like he was going to be a stud. Yeah, they um, talked about him as the next Michael Jordan. Yeah, in high school. Yeah, no, he was like the Maple Mamba. Exactly. So, um. He was like basically saying like how many number one overall picks in the last twenty years have had better careers than Andrew Wiggins? I said a lot. But I would say I would say well, I was like even Zion when healthy averaged nearly twenty eight points a game. Wiggins never did that. Yeah. He might average low twenties when he was the guy in Minnesota. Yeah, was he ever even the best player on his team? Well, the Timberwolves were fucking trash. But didn't they still have they had Kevin Love, um, and then they got Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, which so, yeah, was you the could best make player a, yeah, on his team. When, yeah, as soon as Carl Anthony Towns was there, yeah. And Kevin Love was certainly the best player on the Timberwolves for that era that he was there before he went to the Cavs with LeBron. But off the top of my head, I, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but we went down the list. Um, I would make an argument that it, it's way too early still, but Anthony Edwards is looking like he could be a superstar. So yeah. he, he's – if not already on the cusp of being a superstar. Wiggins never really, like, flirted with the possibility of, like, taking the league over or anything. Never, not even close, in my opinion. Uh, you had, I think Blake Griffin was up there. Blake Griffin was the best power forward in basketball for multiple years. Mm -hmm. You had, um, who else? I'm going to just pull it up because we were going down the list. Yeah, there's a lot of good players. 
Kyrie Irving. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, a hundred percent. And and so then we went down that whole rabbit hole of the flat Earth bullshit and all of that. I'm like, that doesn't matter when he's on the court and healthy. And I get he's missed a lot of time, so he had a good point there that he has missed a good bit of time. But when he's on the court and healthy, he's one of the best players of all time. Like, yeah, he's so fun to watch. So we'll go down the list. Um. Let's see, 2021, the most recent one, Cade Cunningham, way too early. I'm not a huge believer in Cade Cunningham, though. I I said that from the get-go. Before him, Anthony Edwards, who we just talked about. Zion Williamson averaged 27, basically 28 points per game when he was healthy. It's way too early to call him a bust. He's got way more potential to be a superstar. He already is a superstar. Let's Let's call a spade a spade. ESPN was all over putting the Pelicans in primetime games for Zion and only Zion. Year before that, DeAndre Ayton. I know he got chewed out for his performance in the last series, but DeAndre Ayton fucking torched us. DeAndre mm-hmm. Ayton's one of the best big men in the league, in my opinion. Uh, before that, really the two years before that, Markel Fultz, Ben Simmons. Bad. I would say Wiggins has had better careers than both of them. I don't feel like that's really yeah. arguable. Ben Simmons is a bust. Uh, and then Markel, Markel Fultz is like the biggest enigma other than Anthony Bennett going to the Cavaliers. Uh, but, yeah, before that, you had Carl Anthony Towns. So he was the – he Wiggins was number one overall pick 2014 to the Cavs. A lot of people forget. And then was traded for Kevin Love immediately, basically like on draft day. And then the very next year they drafted Carl Anthony Towns. So Wiggins was never really the guy. But 2012, Anthony Davis. I mean, Anthony Davis, he's a bitch, but uh, he's – an incredible basketball player in his prime. So then before that, Kyrie Irving, before that, John Wall. John Wall was fucking really good for a long time. Yeah. Like yeah. injuries plagued John Wall's career, but John Wall was a damn good player. Um, so, but it does get a little dicey there when you're comparing careers and this and that, but it's like, it's, it's, if you put John Wall in a position where he doesn't have to be the guy. Wiggins proved he can't he's not gonna be the guy and win you games. Yeah, or if they just gave him a little bit of help. I mean yeah, he was like the only guy there for for a while. Before that, Blake Griffin, better career. Before that, Derek Rose, better career if not for injury. Would have been one of the best point guards of all time. Before that, Greg Oden, bust. Andre Bargnani, bust. Andrew Bogut, uh played a long time. Dwight Howard, better. LeBron James, Yao Ming. I mean, and this is just all in the two thousands. Um so yeah, I mean, you, he he's been a consistent scorer, and now he's found a home. But it's easy to find a home when you're surrounded by the fucking players that he is. Yeah, I mean, you've got Steph Curry, you've got Clay Thompson, you've got Draymond, you've got now Jordan Poole emerging as uh, one of their go-to guys uh, in terms of scoring. He's averaging 18 points a game, so uh, it, it's just a really good position for Wiggins he can be the fourth potentially even the fifth option he's going to be the fourth over Draymond Green but the ball goes through Draymond more Draymond's setting everyone else up so Wiggins is just in a very fortunate spot but so yeah that the stage is set in terms of the Celtics and the Warriors Uh, game one is tomorrow on Thursday the line currently sits at minus three and a half in favor of Golden State and then I think Golden State's minus 160 to win the series. Yeah. So And they're minus 160 to win the first game. Correct. Yes. Um, 
So, with that being said, which side are y'all taking? For the game? To win the series. We'll start with that. Or, no. We'll go game. We'll go game one. Who are you taking? Um, I'm going to go with the Celtics. Okay. Um, plus three and a half for game one. Okay. Justin, what about you? Um, Yeah, three and a half seems like a lot, but I, I do like the Warriors, and I'm going to take the Warriors to win the series, too. I'm on the Warriors as well. Uh, why, why do you like the Celtics? I just think defensively, I think the Warriors are going to win the series for sure. Um, not that it won't be get stretched to like six, maybe. Maybe it'll go to seven, but I think that they'll ju- they're just going to stumble a little bit in the first game. Yeah, the only reason I so I'm taking the Warriors with the points in Game One. I, they've had more time. They kind of they ran through the Mavericks, whereas the Celtics just came out of a battle with the Heat. A really good series. Um, it, it is tough because Jason Tatum's really, really good. Really good. So, But I think he's in that position where it's like he's just a year too early. He's, I mean, he's averaging 27 points a game on 45% shooting. He He's the next, the next level, the next generation of superstars in the league, without a doubt. But I think this is one of those situations like Jordan had to go through the Pistons. Jordan had to go through his trials and tribulations before. And I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan, but he's always going to be the example or the standard. So you always got to go through those hard times to get to the championship and finally win your ring. I don't think Jason Tatum's going to go. And, he, and they've had their hard times too, but I don't think this is the year. I think this is Golden State coming back to prominence. So with the... More time off for Golden State. They're going to be a little bit more rested on their home court. And they ran through the Mavericks. The Mavericks, I understand they're not. The Mavericks aren't the Celtics, but the Mavericks were not a bad team. Mm-mm. And, I mean, they just, I mean, ran through them. It, went, it was only five, right? It didn't even go to six. Yeah, right? it was five. So, I also just feel like with, I would assume that they're going to put Draymond on Tatum. Somebody else has to step up in a big way. Obviously, that somebody's going to have to be. I mean, Jaylen Wiggins Brown. is a good defender. Yeah, that's true, and that that and that is a good point. The length that Wiggins provides on the wing, Clay Thompson also too is a yeah. damn good defender. So it's like they have so many different guys. If somebody's struggling, if somebody's kind of getting torched, because Tatum's going to get his, but you can throw multiple different looks at him. So that's the advantage that the Warriors uh, have over the Celtics. That and the fact that I mean they can just shoot the lights out of the ball. Still, the emergence of Pool. The emergence of Poole and then you have Wiggins kind of makes up for the loss of Durant. You've still got Steph and Clay, who can just single-handedly by themselves take over games. I think Clay had eight threes in the last in game five against the Mavericks. So when you add all that in, um, Jalen Brown's going to have to have an incredible series for the Celtics to have a chance mm-hmm. in this. It can't all be on Tatum's shoulders. But I just don't see it. I don't know. I've... I, I, I think the Warriors are going to win the series. Probably out of respect to the Celtics, I would say I could see it going six. I don't think I see it going seven. But I think the Warriors are going to kind of put together a pretty um, a pretty dominant performance here. This will be the – it's like LeBron when he lost to the Spurs. Granted, he then ran to Miami. But it's like it's just not their time yet. So yeah, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Warriors with the points, but I have a um, uh, Finals MVP pick that I really like. I like Clay Thompson fifteen to one odds. 
Steph Curry's minus 160, I think. Everything's minus 160. No. Is it plus 160? I don't know. I didn't look at it. I think Curry might have been the favorite. And that's what he it was. Should Curry be. was the Curry was Curry was um he was minus and then Tatum was plus one eighty. He was the second. And then but fifteen to one odds on Clay Thompson. We've already seen Curry lose the finals MVP to Andre Iguodala. So Clay, yeah. all it takes is for Clay Thompson to get hot and then maybe he is guarding Tatum and shuts him down. Like yeah. so fifteen to one, I'll take that. I I'll certainly take that. Yeah, I just think that it's if the Warriors win, I think they'll win the series, but if Curry just has like mediocre numbers, not not nothing spectacular, but good, they're going to end up giving it to him just because that's all everybody's talking about. Did he ever get one? No. He still hasn't? Because Durant was getting them. Yeah, that's right. Durant was there. Because they won one without him and then two with Durant, right? Yeah. And Durant got them both, and then Iguodala got the one. No, they won just one with Durant, right? Yeah, I think you're right. And then, then he tore his he Achilles. busted his leg up, and the Raptors won. I thought Durant was whenever they did the back to back. I think they might have went back to back. Yeah, hold on. Um, while you're looking that up, I think no, uh, I think they only won one. I think he might be right. Yeah, he is right. 2017 and 18, they both were with Durant because Curry's got three. Yeah, they only won one. Okay, without him. Then when did they lose to the Raptors? The following year. So they, they were, were going on for the, the three-peat. And then he tore his Achilles, and then yeah. he was out. Then he left and went to Brooklyn. So when they won the first one? Two years before, probably. Or maybe three years before? No, Well, no, they no, won no. it, and then they went 73-9 and nine and then lost to LeBron. Yes. And then that was the they got the rant and won it. And then won it again. And then went to the finals to play Kawhi. 2015, they won it. That was the first one. So they won in 2015, like you said, then went 73-9, and nine, lost in 2016, the 3-1 comeback with LeBron and the Cavs, and then won, came back from that and won 2017-18. 2017, I want to I say, is when J.R. Smith had his mess up. Mm-hmm. I was in the airport watching that. Um. But what were you saying, Justin? You were about to say something. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart has been playing exceptionally well. Um, oh, yeah. He's like their dream on series. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's they, they need him big time. Um, Jalen Brown's their equivalent to Clay Thompson. Completely different games, not comparing their games. But he's their number two guy. But Marcus Smart is the, can give you double digits, or really does give you double digits, but also is going to guard your best player and do all the dirty work, dive on the ground for loose balls, all of that. But they're gonna need they're gonna need Grant Williams, the Tennessee uh alum, to step up big time. And then Robert Williams is is one of their X factors in my opinion as well. I just don't think they the people that they need to step up are so young, whereas the Warriors have been here before. The Warriors are battle tested. Even Wiggins, I understand we would I was just saying about Wiggins, but he's still been in the league for a decade. So it's not like it, it's going to be his first time in the finals. Clearly fuck maybe even his first time in the playoffs, but it's still going to be um, youth versus, I mean, veteran guys that have been here before. So yeah, I, I really think golden state's going to kind of run through them, but 
if they don't, if Jason Tatum really kind of puts the Celtics on his back, then he's just asserting uh, he's asserting himself as a superstar a thousand percent in life. Yeah. And he needs to be acknowledged as such, which he already is a superstar. He's in the finals, averaging nearly 30 a game, but he's still, I still have him in that second tier. I don't have him as the top tier, like yeah. elite of the league, but that can change and it very quickly. Um, so are you, you said you're taking the Warriors to win the series though? Yeah, but I think um, – So do you think the Celtics cover or you think they just – or you think they steal game one outright? I think they have a good chance to steal game one. Okay. But – um, and it's just because I think their defense is going to be – take time to get used to for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They, it's it's just, not necessarily, I think, Jason Tatum. They're good overall. There's As an overall team basketball, the way that they play team basketball, the Celtics can – um. The thing that worried me, though, was that – with the heat, it was either they got killed or they blew them out. Yeah. It was like 30-point victories across the board, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, Game 7 ended up being pretty close. No, it did, but, I mean, the first five games were, seemed like it was 30-point victories. Like, yeah. it was blowouts every every other day. It wasn't even blowouts. exciting games to watch. But as it got as it went on and on, those games became more and more low-scoring. Um. So I think the under for game seven, the over under for game seven was one ninety six. It was. I think it might have went just over, but yeah, yeah, um, and they, yeah, because they had Butler. That was when Jimmy Butler scored forty seven um, on that Friday. But I think their disability does kind of, if they are disruptive just a little bit, that it could throw the Warriors off. Yeah, it just worries me um, when thinking about taking the Celtics because it's like Steph Curry can fuck your game plan up. Like you can play great defense all you want, but if they're shooting you out of your defense, like, and then they just have so many guys that can shoot the ball really, really well. So yeah, that's the biggest, the biggest thing. Um, Is Gary Payton coming back too? Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure on it's that. It's got to be close to him coming back. Yeah, I mean if. Maybe not right away. Um, he's a game-time decision for game one. So if you're a game-time decision game one, you're going to see him at some point in this series, if not in the first game. That's another guy that can just go out there and play defense on your oh, best yeah. player. Yeah, no, and that's that's an expendable guy. You can afford for him to pick up fouls. You can have him go out and play ultra-aggressive. And not have to worry about it. Steph picks up two early fouls. He's sitting down. Gary Payton picks up two fouls. I mean, you could you can roll the dice and let him keep going. It's not really he's much more expendable. So, but all right, if you think they're winning game one, I mean, how what when do you see if you think the Warriors are going to win, but the Celtics are going to steal game one? How many games do you see it going? Seven, six or seven? Yeah, I feel like six is probably the number because um, it's two two one one one. So. I mean, I could see the Celtics taking one, if not the first one, maybe the second one. I, don't. I mean, I think if they don't win the first one, it it just gets harder to win after that to me. But Yeah, 100%. Because I think the words are just going to – not that their chemistry well, only, isn't there, but a, to develop a chemistry against a defense like that. I mean, they come up with a lot of steals. Yeah, you're only going to be able to throw so many defensive looks at them too before they – Go okay, like 
we have to do this. They find yeah. a solution to the problem. So, yeah, I mean, that might, from that standpoint, yeah, that that's maybe not a bad idea because they're going to have the most uh, surprise on their side in game one. So you can throw, not that they haven't played before, but you can still throw a look that they haven't yet seen in game one, whereas they will have seen it in game two. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm excited getting back into it. I haven't really been paying too much attention to the playoffs. Um, I have, but not like locked in watching or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for the games to start. What uh, are y'all taking anybody to win MVP? Um, I would take Curry. Okay. I'm gonna take Curry too. I'm gonna throw a little bit on Marcus Smart too. For MVP. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. You might as well throw it on Draymond then. Um, might as well throw it on the Cookie Monster. Yeah, not a chance. Because if it's – I mean, anything can happen. No, uh, People were saying the same shit, I'm sure, when somebody was sitting at the podcast table and said, I'm going to throw a little on Andre Iguodala. They were probably like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, with Tatum – Tatum's got potential to be the face of the league if he if he keeps trending the way he's trending. But then you've got Jalen Brown giving you twenty plus. It'd be tough. The, the odds are going to be damn good for Marcus Smart. That is without a doubt. But I think Clay Thompson's the best bet. I think Clay Thompson best bang for your buck. Yeah, that's a good value, but I just feel like for Curry not to win it, that'll be the story. He's gonna have though. to shit the bed again. Like not that he. He's gonna have to like. I, I don't know. Somebody else, and it's not even that he really, like, shit the bed in that first championship series that they won. When Iguodala got it, it was just because they felt like Iguodala, they kept hyping it up like Iguodala was clamping LeBron. Because I'm pretty sure that's who they beat, right? Am I, am yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why he got it. But it's like he really wasn't that. He was. And he was he playing wasn't. really good defense, but LeBron was still getting his. Yeah. And he wasn't the primary defender. I'm pretty sure LeBron still averaged over 30, well <laughs> yeah. over 30 points a game. Yeah, like that's not, you're not locking him up. So, yeah, I, I felt like it was, I remember everybody was kind of shocked, like that they didn't give it to Curry. That's why I'm taking Smart, because he's going to be guarding Curry. So you hold him to a couple. Yeah, but he's banged up games. too. He missed a game. Like, they're lucky they won the series. He missed, didn't he miss game one? I want to say he missed two of them. I don't know if it was two. I know it was definitely one. It could have been two, but I mean, yeah, you're missing in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. You're well, they were missing out. how Al Horford in Game One as well. Yeah, I mean, you can make a, an argument that if they weren't without both of them in Game One, that they probably would have took Game One. Well, yeah, definitely, but but then they come back in Game Three, and they're playing and get run out the building. So. Yeah, I think they might have came back game two. At least Smart did. No, but they won game two, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, but then game three, that's what I'm saying. It was like... Because game one, they got blown out. Yeah, but then they blew the Celtics yeah. out game two and then got blown out game three. Yeah. Uh, or vice versa. Um, So it was just a weird series. It really was. But, yeah, I don't know. So you're going Marcus Smart. I'm going Clay Thompson. All it takes is for Clay Thompson to give you 20-plus a game, hit like 10 threes one game or something, set like a – he could do it. He could set a finals record or something like that and then play great defense. If you if he goes crazy, what he, he scored 30 points in a quarter before. Like I don't know what the finals record for three-pointers made is, but 
sure him or Curry are fucking really close to it if don't if they don't have it. Yeah, I'm sure Golden State has it. Yeah, so all it takes is if you set a record like that and then y'all win and Curry doesn't go ballistic, then it's on the table. So for fifteen to one versus you got to you you getting my I don't know what it was minus one forty something like that for Curry versus. I mean, 15 to 1 odds. I'll roll the dice on the 15 to 1 odds. Obviously, if you put a gun to my head and say you have to pick who you think is going to win, I'm going to pick Curry. But <laughs> yeah. but for odds alone. Yeah, it's t- just some value picks. Yeah, definitely. So um, that's really all I got on it. Well, we got to see what happens game one. Uh, I I wouldn't call it a bold prediction. I just think the Celtics can upset. It's only three and a half point spread. But I feel like that's not going to be – the public's not going to be on that side. So. Oh, no. I haven't even looked if there's any like sharp money indications or anything like that. If I had to guess which side I would think it would be on, I would probably say the Celtics, and it is um, a lot. So I changed my mind. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a good series, though. It's it. I was on I was on that bandwagon of like ready for the Warriors dynasty to be over. Like respected what Curry was able to do and acknowledged how good he was but didn't like that run. But now I'm like, I'm just – Curry's one of the best basketball players of all time. Like, Oh, yeah. Top top five in my book. Mm-hmm. So He's it's definitely kinda, one of like – I mean, he changed the game. And he's yeah, as far as changing the game is concerned, it's – I mean, he's up there with the best of them. The only people who have ever changed the game before were because was because that they were uh, huge and nobody could guard them. Wilt, Shaq. Kareem had the unguardable shot, uh, but it's all the bigs that were just bigger than everyone else before their time. Shaq was the exception because there was other people that were that big. Shaq was just that dominant, whereas you had Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. They were just bigger than everybody else. Not that they weren't skilled. Bill Russell was much more skilled than Will Chamberlain, but they were just bigger. They were playing against – it was like playing against grade school kids, like playing against your little brother in the driveway. You're going to block the shit out of him. Will Chamberlain scored 100 points. I think he shot like 50 free throws. They just fouled him. They're like, we can't do anything. He's either going <laughs> to score yeah. or we got to foul him. Playing against a bunch of car mechanics. Yeah, J.J. Reddick. So, yeah, plumbers and uh, electricians. And then Bob Cousy came out and took offense to that. Bob <laughs> Bob Cousy probably barely knew how to dribble through his legs. Um, what do you say? Well, I guess we got the best... Uh, firefighters or some shit yeah, in something the like that. country. Yeah, I don't even think he said firefighters. <laughs> like, Bob, your dementia's kicking. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but you go back in time there and you dribble behind your back and and don't shoot like you have got cerebral palsy, they're going to be like, what is this guy doing? If you go back and look at videos of how they even shot free throws, it was like they would take it and like and do shit like that. Like, no, like none of it made sense. Not, there was no efficiency behind their jump shots whatsoever. So it's like, yeah, that, I mean, it is what it is. The talent level is nowhere near what it is now. Anybody who tries to dispute that, I mean, you're crazy. It's just for multiple reasons. But that's all I got on the finals. You all have anything else? Not on the finals, no. Well, what else you got? Something on then? <laughs> on the NFL. <laughs> on the NFL? Yeah. What do you have? Um... Let's before we get to that, let's talk baseball. Okay. Um we're both obviously done with baseball now. If you followed us on the Instagram page, um it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I gave I gave Justin the option of making a formal apology and then 
giving out picks again and you just said no you just threw in the towel no i i mean i, f- I felt bad <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to do it to the people again but not bad enough to say sorry yeah no okay well so you didn't feel bad yeah you didn't feel that bad well i just didn't want to do the apology and be like all right now i'm back in it so yeah i mean i got to the point to where i was just like i was picking like 12 games every time and i was like either it's going to be really bad or it's going to be um really good and i'm gonna hop right back into it and i nearly i was one good day away from doing it but i say it like i said it with college basketball and i'm saying the same thing with baseball but i don't think I don't think people understand how I lose these games. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding though. Like, like I, I, and I'm sure there's people like, Oh yeah. Everyone says that I lost on a fucking two run error on a routine ground ball to fat ass Max Muncie. Lindsay was watching that one with me. Cause she used to always be like, I don't get why you get so mad. She just looked at me like, and she doesn't even know baseball. She knew like, <laughs> that's not good. That's not supposed to happen. A two run routine ground ball to second that Max Muncy bounces it off of his fucking stomach. And it's it's like I went back and looked. You know how many one run game I mean one run losses I had in the ninth inning or later? It was like a ridiculous amount. Probably like ten. Multiple every night. And those are that's the difference. That's the difference in turning a record around or not. Having mm-hmm. those games go your way. Yeah. It it really was crazy. The amount of one-run losses that I had were astounding. I got into a thing where, like, I, I was fucking bet. I have the futures bet, which I've gone on record saying from day one, on the Yankees and the White Sox. I haven't paid a fucking single ounce of attention to baseball since, like, last week, uh, since I threw in the towel. I haven't looked once. I'm assuming the Yankees are still the best team in baseball. So that was a good bet. The White Sox are going to get it going. I'm confident. Uh, so for value there, I, I still think that's a good bet. But I got into this thing where, like, I kept fucking betting against the Yankees. So, yeah. but I would bet on them. I mean, I would bet on the Orioles whenever they play the Yankees, and the, the Orioles have the Yankees number. It's It's kind of crazy. But the way I would lose these games, I can't even explain it. I really can't. I started posting the videos. Don't get me wrong. I have I, I acknowledge when I have fucking Josh Naylor getting seven RBIs and fucking from the ninth inning on to bring me back from the dead and win. But it's like I deserved that because I had just had the debacle with the Phillies three nights before. So I just don't get it. It's like I don't feel like other people are losing these games like this. I know they are, but yeah. the the consistency, though, like I could pull it up. The consistency that it was happening was wild. Every single night I put on there, it was every night for the last like two weeks, I had at least one one run one run loss that was leading going into the ninth inning. It's not even like bad picks. It's games that are winning one out away. Kenley Jansen. One out away gives up three hits and then a walk off. That's the shit that fucking drives me nuts. But, but yeah. So we we gave it our uh, our best effort with baseball, and it did not go well. So um, we've gone on record many a times saying that we're a football podcast, 
and we are, in fact, that. So we wait until football season comes back. Sometimes but. I'll bet baseball. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just Everyone's on your own? <laughs> and, on your own, silently? And I've been uh, hit. I've been hitting on hockey. Oh, I love hockey. But um, I hate hockey. I love hockey. It. What I hate it when you when you so lose. So exciting to watch. But when you're losing, dude. Well, yeah, I had the because the other guys, they're fucking. Um, the puck just gets past them, <laughs> just barely, and it goes into the little bitty fucking goal, and then your puck's always barely getting blocked. Mm-hmm. Look, okay, here, May twenty second. Royals money line even money. They lose seven to six. They were up six to nothing in the eighth inning. They lose seven to six. Even money bet. Same day. Over seven and a half. Braves in uh Miami. Over seven and a half. Seven runs scored. Multiple base runners left on base. Same day. Let's see. Dodgers minus one twenty eight. In the tenth inning, they lose to the Phillies three to four. Same day, five twenty two. That's three games that were right there. Um same fucking day, the Rays lose in the eleventh inning by one run. A game that they were leading. Day before. Oakland plus one forty one was leading three to two. They lose five to three on a home run by Mike Trout, if I remember correctly. It's like it was it was so it was just all the time. It was incredible. It it really was. But anyway, um I don't even know why I'm going. You still betting hockey? I really didn't bet any individual games. I bet those two teams to win the uh, win the Stanley Cup, and they both, uh, dude. The Maple Leafs shouldn't have went to a game seven, and they did and lost. And then Calgary shouldn't have went to a game seven, and they did and lost. Yeah, I bet on the um, who was it? The Hurricanes in game seven. Uh huh. And man, that sucked because the Rangers puck kept going in the damn net. Oh yeah, they killed them, didn't they? Like by, they won by like four goals. It was five to one. It was yeah. six to two. They won, yeah. but in the beginning, it was like the Hurricanes were controlling the puck and threatening them for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then every time the Rangers would get it down there, puck goes into yeah. that. No, that was like Calgary. Calgary would be like have forty shots on goal to like the other team's twelve, and it's like they're losing. Yeah, it's crazy. But all right, Justin, what is your what is your football pick? Or or whatever you had to say. Yeah, what do you got to say about the NFL? It's a pick. Okay. Uh, to win a Super Bowl? No. Over on the win totals for the Saints. At Over. seven and a half. Is it really only seven and a half? I sat down and I looked at the schedule. And I, I literally gave it like worst case scenarios. And I was totally honest. And I had us going like ten and seven. And that was the worst case scenario. Yeah, I mean, we do kind of have a tough schedule. Um, I think we see some regression from the Bengals, though. I could be wrong, but I know we play the Bengals at home. I mean, seven and a half, I'll take the over on that, too. I think that's kind of crazy. We beat, I mean, we've shown in the regular season we beat Tampa every time. So minimally, you're going to get one there. 
and we'll break all this down as it gets closer, but our division alone is not good. No. Outside of Tampa. You can yeah. make and we never beat Atlanta twice, it feels. But you can make a legitimate argument that we go four and zero against Carolina and Atlanta. We shouldn't have lost the first game against Carolina last year. I was there. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. I say we shouldn't have. Like we deserve to lose that day, but that's a team that we shouldn't have lost to. So I mean, realistically, I could say in our division, we get five wins. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy to me that 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 seven and a half. I feel like that's kind of uh, disrespectful. I could see the Bengals taking a step back, a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, I know they didn't win, but I felt like they overachieved. So, but then yeah, I'd, I'd have to pull up the schedule and look. But I think there's going to be yeah, I would take the over seven and a half there. Do you have the odds on it? No, 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 no. I wrote that down a while ago. Well, that matters. Are we a fucking really heavy favorite to go over? Um, but, yeah, so, again, we'll break all that down as it gets closer. Uh, what else? Anything else? Yeah. Keem Hicks signed with the Bucks. Yeah, I saw that. Who gives a shit? I mean, it would have been cool if he wanted to come back to the Saints, but, I mean, he's on, he's on, he's over the hill. He's not, like. He's still good. He can still stop the run. Still good, D, a good D tackle to have. Um, but he hates us. He's hated us since we let him go. Yeah. So. All right. Wasn't he the one posting the text message between him and Sean Payton? I was Junior Gallette. Oh yeah. But Akeem Hicks, he doesn't like us just as much. Well, Junior Gallette's a fucking nutcase. He was like begging for us to pick him back up. Yeah. And then the next day was like, I don't want to play for y'all. It's like, yeah, you do. Clearly. Um, but all right. What, what else? Anything? Uh, Marion Barber dead. What? Yeah. What are you getting all this information? <laughs> Marion Barber, the running back. Yes. <laughs> did you know that? Yeah. I just found out. I didn't know that. How'd he die? I don't know. He used to be a stud. He was 38. Didn't he used to be like damn good? Um, was he with the bills? I think he put the bills at one point. He played with seven teams, they said. Oh, Christ. Something like that. He played for the Cowboys. Well, regardless. Yeah, I mean, that's not really. Uh, oh, mean, he played six of his seven seasons for the Cowboys. So he didn't play for seven teams. Okay. And he played for the Bears. Why was I thinking Bills? Who am I thinking? The other dude with the dreads. Well, that was Marshawn Lynch. But yeah, he played for the Bills. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It's not fucking football season. Um, all right, what what else is on the list of, of breaking news? Johnny Depp won the trial. He did win that. That is true. He deserved to win that. You been keeping up with it? No. He won. Uh, but I could tell that woman million. was nuts. <laughs> yeah, 100%. He won $15 million, But he paid her $7 million. So, really, I mean, he nets, what, eight? So... But then he, she might have won another two, so six. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I don't really care that much. Uh, they never should have removed him from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a problem. They removed him from the. the they hit. made a movie without him. No, but they just said he's out of the franchise. Now they're doing a female uh, Pirates of the Caribbean with Margot Robbie. So could be okay. worse. Who's that? The Wolf of Wall Street blonde wife. Not ringing a bell. What? Uh, 
<laughs> she played Harley Quinn. Um, okay, there we that go. one does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that might be good, but um, it could be. It's worse. not going to be as good as the ones with. No, hell no. Pirates of the Caribbean is one of the best. Johnny Depp's a fucking really good actor. Uh, they removed him from the Harry Potter spinoff, the Magical Beasts or whatever. Um, he got fucking booted from everything. So, but then Amber Heard takes a fucking giant blow to her career, and that is that she was removed from Aquaman two. So nobody knew that she was in Aquaman two. Most people probably don't even know that she was in uh, Pineapple Express. Yeah, she was the blonde. Uh, what was her name? I don't even fucking remember. Um, the girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, never back down. The fighting. That game. is true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, she was hot in that one. <laughs> well, she's uh-huh. all, yeah, she's always been hot. Yeah, never back down was a good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so her career's in the fucking dumpster. But I mean, she didn't really have much of a career. Let's be honest. <laughs> she was the fucking girlfriend in Pineapple Express. The girlfriend in Never Back Down, and then who was. Filled with nobodies. Yeah, exactly. And then the love interest basically in Aquaman. It's like you could fucking put any fucking blonde girl in her roles and they could do it. So, yeah, whatever, fucker. She chopped Johnny Depp's finger off. Um, What else? That's At all least she didn't put it in a Wendy's chili and try to sue them. Yeah, that was a thumb. Yeah, no, that was a good move. <laughs> It's kind of crazy that they didn't get away with it. Um, yeah. It was their, it was their dead ants. <laughs> yeah, well, they said, well, we got this thumb. Let's fucking try to do something with it. <laughs> but She said she was leaving us something. She left us nothing. This is what she gets. <laughs> All right. Uh I guess one main thing, too, obviously, a uh, big announcement in regards to the Big Easy Bets golf tournament. Uh, I'm going to put out a video to, like, officially announce it, but you get first dibs if you listen to the podcast, and this has been a podcast basically about nothing. So if you're still listen listening to this 42 minutes in, then you deserve to hear this news before anyone else. Limited spots to fill in the tournament, uh, but if you're in the tournament, you will have a chance to win a brand-new car after you pay tax title and license. And in a time where <laughs> that's like the infomercials in a time when cars are hard to come by and uh, the prices are through the roof, you need to get out there, dust off your dust off your six iron, your seven iron, whatever you might use. Try to come hit a hole in one on a par three, because I don't know the exact vehicle that it's going to be, but it sounded like new at like 2022 new and it sounded like truck. So that's uh expensive. So you come in, you enter $75 to get in, $300 per team. You come out, free food, free drinks included in your in your entry fee, trophy to first place, uh, goodie bags. Might even get a monogrammed Big Easy Bets duffel bag, um, but not necessarily. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, come out, swing the sticks, and try to win a brand-new truck. So if you don't, let's just put it this way. I played yesterday. I nearly hit a hole-in-one. Only time in my life. So I said, that's a good sign. We're getting closer. Uh, If I do win this truck, the tournament's off. I'm driving away in my truck, and y'all, it's up to y'all now. Y'all can do whatever you want. Um, And then, I mean, you could sell it. You could turn around and sell it. So drive drive a 1,000 miles on it and then go sell it as used to CarMax. They'll pay you more than what it's even worth. So 
But yeah, no, I mean that's the big the big announcement is that there will be a car or truck, a vehicle up for grabs with a hole in one on a par three. Uh, if you or anyone you know is interested in sponsoring, reach out to us, and I will get you the sponsor form. We've already had a few people reach out, which I'll do a, a formal acknowledgement for everybody that has sponsored. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. But I feel like that's pretty big. That's huge, yeah. Pretty. It's going to be the craziest thing if someone makes a hole-in-one. Well, it'll be even better if we do because it'll be on film. So, But then it's like if one of them hit it and I don't, I'm going to be like, mm. Good for you. Unless we like all agree to split it four ways or something. Like each of y'all get a tire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, fuck, the truck starts at forty grand. You pay tax title and license, you're talking maybe what, seven thousand dollars, something like that? You pocket yeah. thirty three grand and it starts at. He who knows what kind of truck he's gonna put up there. So it they it goes as high as like sixty five, I think. So call it fifty thousand dollars. Just to hit a hole in one, people hit hole in ones every day. Why not you? So, but yeah, if you or anyone you know is interested in signing up and playing, the uh, contact me. I'll get you the form, or it's on my Facebook page. Uh, sponsor form is there as well. So, reach out. It's going to be fun, regardless. It's going to be a good time. A lot of people will be out there drinking. Um, we're going to be filming our round. There'll be a lot of a lot of cool shit to do. So. Um, Go and register your team because there's only a, a there's only a limited number of spots. So the way it's going to work is once it fills, it fills. I've talked to the guy because it seems like we have more interest than originally anticipated. If it there's a the number I'm looking for right now, once that fills, we can go up to another number, um, but it's not too too much more. And then once that fills, we're done. So that that's where it caps out at. So if you think you want to get in, just get in. You we're not we're not collecting payments right now. We'll start doing that in about a month. So, but you it's free to reserve your spot. But if you reserve your spot and don't pay, I'll smack the shit out of you. So, um, but yeah, that's all I got. Y'all got anything else? No, no, nothing. You want to plug your your new business? Oh yeah, I started. Uh, you forgot. Uh, I just didn't want to do that. Uh, a pressure washing and soft washing company. So if you need your house washed, your roof washed, your driveway washed. Uh, what about a dog? <laughs> I wash your dog too. <laughs> but uh, No, but seriously, what about a car? Would you pressure wash somebody's car, their tires? I wouldn't be. Oh, maybe the tires wouldn't be smart to do the paint on the car. Yeah, I mean, I have a little thing where I like. Well, that's what you're running it through. Yeah. you. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that's true. It like hooks up to a little soap dispenser and it covers the whole car white so so you mine. would do somebody's car i'd have to do their house too i wouldn't just go out and do a car <laughs> so, so like because so i'm not like detailing it what you know? about the roof and two cars how much would that cost so somebody? is it extra for the cars or are the cars thrown in like as a deal i might do your cars for like 30 bucks you know 30 bucks a car or 30 so 15 dollars a car yeah just, just the, the outside huh? yeah just outside a good little spray <laughs> Yeah, do you have an interior vacuum? No, like, that's exactly why. I, I wouldn't go out there just to wash a car. <laughs> you could detail it. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Do you want to plug your new apartment? No. No? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't have any extra rooms or anything that rent out, so. Me? No, me. Oh, what do you mean? Like, it, yeah. the apartment's not really <laughs> yeah. going to make me any money. 
Oh, I do have a story actually. Um, um, it was fucking crazy. Nobody's listening at this point. Maybe like seven people. Um, when we were in Austin, my mom and stepdad just bought a boat. So, and he probably wouldn't want anyone else to know this story, but he doesn't listen. So, uh, that's what you get. Um, they bought a boat and it's like an old boat, but it's nice. Like the guy, the guy kept up with it. Um, so it's in good shape. It's 20 foot boat can hold like up to eight people. So we took it out on the water. It was the first time they put it in the water or he test, he test drove it and everything was fine. And he's been around boats his entire life. So it's not like he's like brand new to the fucking boat game, but we test drove it. It was fine. We take it out on the water. No problem. One thing was they have a key at Telluride. It's front wheel drive and the wheels were kind of, so I was like, that could be bad when you're pulling the boat out of the water. I was like, but we'll deal with that later. Go out on the water. Great. It was awesome. Um, water's so much fucking nicer there. You can see to the bottom when it's like nine feet deep. It's awesome. Um, so then we're coming back, put it in the slip temporarily while he goes and gets the car. And then notice it was leaking just a little bit of oil. So it was whenever he um, was moving the rotors, I guess, and it noticed it was just a little bit of oil. So we're like, what the fuck is that? Um, and It was then, leaking motor oil or hydraulic oil? Hydraulic. Or okay. yeah, yeah. Um, or at least I think I'm not even a hundred percent sure. Uh, it was when he would trim the motor. Yeah, so, hydraulics. Yeah. So anyway, he goes and pulls it around. Uh, back back the fucking boat down, puts it on the trailer, ties it up. So we're trying to get out, and the fucking wheels are spinning. Um. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, I knew this was going to happen. And their neighbor was out there with us. And she's like, oh, it's going to be great. And like, she's just super positive. Nice lady, but super positive. She's like, it's going to do great. The car's going to be fine. And it's going to pull out the boat, no problem. In my head, I'm like, no, it's not. I just watched the, fucking wa- well, I just watched the wheels spin out with, like, out the fucking boat damn near. Um, I was like, just because you're positive and saying that you think it's going to do great. I'm like, I know it's not. So it's wet. It's now fucking heavy in the back. And it's a front wheel drive. So fucking wheels are spinning bad. Guy comes over, like pushes on the hood. I'm behind pushing and we get it out. Like it wasn't that big of a struggle. But so that's two things now. That's the fucking uh, looks like it's leaking something. And then we're struggling to get out. Uh, Oh, third thing. And he knew it too. He said it. He's like, he should have reset the boat. He didn't fucking put it up far enough. It was like an inch, two inches um, from touching and so he was pissed, like, because it was moving just more than he would like. Not a, that big of a deal, but that's three things now. So we get back to the house because the boat launches in the neighborhood. Took about five minutes to get back to the house. He backs it into the driveway because he wanted to leave it there, wash it off, all that good stuff. And so then he's just, I guess maybe it wasn't even or maybe he's just slightly turned, couldn't get it off of the trailer. So take it down. He's fucking undoing it. And it wouldn't come off, and he was worried that it might. Wait, where was he trying to put? In the driveway, but there's so many hills and shit there. Oh, he was trying to take the trailer off the car. He was trying to park the trailer in the driveway. Okay. But there's hills and stuff, so the driveway's like this, so it's tough. Um, So couldn't get it off, takes it around. It wouldn't go high enough? No, it wouldn't detach from the... the, um, Oh, I get what you're saying. From the, the hitch. Huh. Cause they they do they do that if like it's not if it's not a level surface or whatever it won't come off, so you're you're, um, like trying to fucking get it get the trailer to come off and it's just picking the car up a little bit so it wouldn't detach here on the ball. 
So he pulls it out, goes around the block to park it on the street, and then he's trying to back it up and get it close. So now that's four things that have fucking gone wrong. And it's getting late at this point. We're supposed to meet people for food. Um, so he's trying to back it up, and I'm like, I'm directing him where to go, and he just keeps skidding the like the curb more than he would like. It wasn't that big of a deal. I was like, you can just keep going. You're not going to fuck the tire up. And But I guess he wanted it to be like perfectly back. We did that for like fucking five, ten minutes. Then he just pulls around the block again, parks it perfectly. We get out, fucking taking care of the trailer, and it comes off no problem. So obviously it was either, I guess, because it wasn't perfectly like level maybe, or maybe because the driveway's kind of short, the car was off to the side just slightly. So the trailer's here, the car's tilted or at an angle. So it wouldn't come off, but on the street comes off no problem. So we have that like, okay, thank God. Now we fucking trailer starts rolling down the street. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't put the fucking things behind the tires. So, and there's a car 20 feet. Like it's going to smash into this car. But it was like one of the, like really, realistically, this whole thing took like 15, 20 seconds from, from getting the trailer off. And so I'm here, um, right by the, the back of the car. He's on the other side of the trailer, a little closer to the boat. And then my mom's on my left, closest to the boat. And so we get it off. So I have this perspective. They're both in front of me. And they're like, everyone had the same, like, it was like a slow motion moment. It's like, no fucking way that's happening. And you can see it's going to smash into a car. I'm like, that's not good. So we, they grab onto the trailer. Well, I grab onto the uh, crank and it's doing nothing. Like it's dragging us. So I let go like immediately. And then Lindsay's off on the side. My little sister's standing there like just like deer in the headlights. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? She was so happy that they got a boat. Um, and there it goes down the road. But I run to the side. They're still trying to like grab it. I run to the side of the boat and they're screaming. Like it was fucking chaos for a second. They're screaming to get, I don't even know what they called it, but the parking block or whatever, just the block you put in between the tires. But I, I like blocked them out so much because I just immediately ran to the other side of the boat and like started fucking trying to stop it. Well, I had slides on almost like broke both of my ankles because I was fucking getting pushed. Um, but eventually I kicked the slides off and I'm able to like, cause my feet were fucking sweaty and shit. I was like rolling over in them and I kicked those off and I'm able to stop the boat. Luckily, like very close before hitting the car. But I was thinking, and so my mom's like panicking, like obviously they just spent a lot of money on this boat and it's now shit. And that's what I'm saying. All these things just went wrong. <laughs> so she's like about to have a panic attack. I'm like, I'm like, my adrenaline was going so bad too. Um, cause it was crazy, dude, the series of events. And then like the feeling of like, okay, go, we're good. We got it off. We can go eat. And then it's like, it's rolling down the street. You're like, Oh my God. And it was a hundred percent going to smash into this car. So she's like, like trying, I'm like, everyone take a deep. Cause they're still yelling. They don't know that I've stopped it. I guess they're like, get the, whatever the fuck they called it. Get it out of the back of the car. I'm like, it's good. It's not going anywhere. So I'm like screaming. I'm like everybody take a fucking deep breath. The boat's not going anywhere. And then, but I was thinking if I would have, because the last time, that's what I told my mom, like resonated in my head. The last time that I heard them yell, like, go get whatever out. It was such like a desperate, like, no, we're (laughs) fucked. Because, and then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, fuck, if this wrecks because I didn't go get the thing, like it's partially, it's not my fault, but it's like partially, I guess, kind of going to be. 
But if I would have turned around and tried to go look for whatever Lindsay was looking for, it would 100% smash the car like five seconds before I was even close to getting back. So it was like I had no other choice. But I was talking with her. I was like, I kind of like like in those moments that I don't panic, I guess, because it was like you can't plan for that. It was it happened so fast that it was like instinct that I, I tried to grab. I like fucked my middle finger up um, and then immediately was just like, I'm going to the other side because everyone's just trying to do the same thing. I'm like, that's not fucking working. So we either fucking go uh, stop it on the other side or it's going to smash into this fucking Subaru on the side of the road. So, but dude, oh God, it was crazy. Like, I can't even accurately describe like. Yeah. First, like movie. first day. And that's what I said. I said, do y'all have a ring doorbell? And they said, no. But if they would have, that would have been fucking really good. That would have been a really good video. Uh, oh, and then we get in the our car to go to the pizza place. As I'm pulling out of the neighborhood, almost run over a fucking pedestrian and their two dogs because he's wearing all black. Didn't see him. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, what is going on, dude? I was like, that boat's fucking cursed. Yeah, I need to take that boat back. Yeah. I was like, good Lord. It just c- progressively got worse. I was like, I nearly killed a guy. It wasn't that close, but like I had to I had to hit the brakes kind of hard, and he's like throwing his hands up. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, you're wearing all black, you fucking idiot. Luckily, your dog's white. Um, But yeah, so that was a segue story, but it was fucking, it was wild. It was crazy. So, but that's all I got. You got anything else to say before we go? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. What? I'm just imagining. Oh, I keep dude. imagining like in the Spider-Man movie. I would have been like you. I would have been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was way. I can just imagine it was way too late to go grab that thing. Oh, yeah. No. Well, because I, I grab here. They're right in front of me grabbing the trailer. And it's like it's dragging me like it's pulling me up. We were not going to stop it, um, which I'm surprised why, how I was able to stop it from the other side. I guess because maybe they were holding on it, too. Mm-hmm. Um but all three of us grabbing right there. I only grabbed the handle for a second. Uh, but it was like sliding me in my fucking slide. So I was like, I, there's not going to work. So I was like, we got to fucking. And that's what I'm saying. You can't plan for that. It's like reactionary. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we were on the way to Austin, this fucking 18-wheeler's tire came flying off. And Lindsay's like <gasps> freaking out. And I just like calmly was like, I saw it. And I was trying to hurry up and go to the left of it. But it started rolling in our lane and just, like, casually hit the brakes. And, I mean, we fucking skirted right by big-ass tire. Like, if I would have smoked it without paying attention, it would have fucked the car mm-hmm. up. Oh, yeah. But she's, like, like her natural instinct is, like, oh, my God. Like, fucking cover your eyes and, like, hope. And, like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like some people just naturally are like that. I'm, like, I'm glad that, like, my natural instinct is to, like, all right, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, not panic, I guess. But, yeah, that immediate, like that immediate feeling of like it was a split second where I was like no way this boat's gonna roll into this car and then we're gonna have to go tell the people that we just smashed their car with our boat when they just got it first day that's like what do you say oh yeah that's what betting will do to you though oh yeah you always have a chance oh oh yes oh yeah I thought you meant like it's gonna make you wreck your boat in the fucking (laughs) no (laughs) yeah no I mean you gotta yeah it'll make you fight to the end it's never over Ever. Um, all right, episode 118 of Big Easy Bets. Like I said, um, ended up being an hour episode, but a lot of nonsense and then a little bit of uh, NBA Finals breakdown. If you're still listening to this far in, then uh, we appreciate you. But, all right, we will be back at some point. Um, 
But yeah, that's all I got. Anything to say before we go? Later. Goodbye. Y'all have a good one. Who that? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it.